spotlight on black businesses and one in particular law. Yep. And first and foremost, you are at Grooming Conversations Visual Podcast. And this is Y Square. And of course, my co-host, Tone X. That's me. And we have Aurora in the building, who is a black-owned business owner. And we're going to talk about her business and what she does for the community and what she's doing actually for all of us. Um, thank you again for joining and let's get right into it, Tone X. Okay, well, I yeah, I had lost my train of thought. So. Well, I wanted to let them, I wanted to welcome so, them in on the show and let them know what they were watching, you know? Okay. Um, I still lost my train of thought. So okay. <laughs> I keep it going, and that's fine. So, again, we are talking about black businesses today and why it's important to buy black and support black 
businesses, period. I think sometimes we, we take the word lightly or we take it as a cliche or we go and we buy an oil or we go and we buy some candles then we think we've supported a black business. But it's really deeper than that, right? Much deeper, much deeper. Right, and so we have with us today Aurora, who is the owner of The Necessities. First and foremost, let everyone know what The Necessities is. The Necessities is Queen City's home of the black home. We have over 180 products from black businesses around the world, from laundry detergent, toothbrushes, toilet paper, you name it, we, we got it. And, and we're gonna get more. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And why is the necessities important? Well, the necessities company is very important because we're literally circulating the dollar in our community. You know, we're trying to do it longer than the six hours that they say it's going. So we're purchasing from 51 black businesses around the world. Okay. Literally just today I gave $1,400 to a business in Winston-Salem. Okay. So we're putting thousands of dollars every month into these black businesses so that they're able to keep their doors open, mm -hmm. they're able to hire our people. Mm -hmm. So the more you buy, the more we can put right back into these businesses. And this speaks to our economic status, mm -hmm. period, across the board. Right, right. And then you have all of these black businesses centrally located on one spot right. where they can go and they can shop and they can understand and know that these are all black-owned companies. And it's a difference when you shop uh, and you see a website, you see a source with multiple Black-owned companies because we may be used to seeing a few, knowing of a few, the major Black-owned companies, but there's so many Black businesses in the United States that goes under the radar yeah. because a lot of times the smaller black businesses, uh, a couple of months ago, it was National Mom and Pop Store Day. Mm -hmm. And those are your startup businesses that are important in the community because a lot of times, like you said, they pull source out of the community and put money back into the community. Sure. A lot of your major players, um, and we're all guilty, you go to the supermarket, and that supermarket, when you put that money into that supermarket, that money goes to the cash register, and then it goes to the, uh, the corporate office, that ain't even in North Carolina, That's right. you know? And that money never sees any kind of development in your own community. So right. that's just one reason why supporting black businesses is so important, because of the give back, like she said. Absolutely. 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 And that's how our businesses, um, my mic must be off. That's also how our businesses grow. I guess my mic on. Turn it, flip the switch, boo. You got strong hands, flip no, the switch. It might be the battery. <laughs> But that might, that's also how our, that's also how our businesses grow, is when we're supporting one another. Um, you wonder why sometimes your business isn't growing, and you wonder why sometimes you can't get your business off the ground, and you may have an excellent product, and you may have an excellent idea, but that's because you're not getting the support. That's right. But then when you look at these other businesses and companies and you walk in there, you walk in the restaurant or you walk into the jewelry stores or you walk into the clothing stores, you see us in there yeah. buying, spending thousands of dollars and walking out feeling happy that we got on a name brand that is just on the side building of a building downtown in New York or somewhere that everyone wears and not realizing that it, you can have the same quality and you can also have it more to me on an exclusive level because everybody doesn't have that. Exactly. Everybody got Gucci. Everybody got Chanel. Everybody got Louis now. Mm -hmm. 
So you're really not doing anything special when you go and support those brands that everyone have. I think it's more exclusive and it's more special when you're supporting a brand that is not popped on the market yet. Right. Or you're supporting a brand that people don't know about, but yet it's quality. Right. And you're not only getting that quality, you're getting great customer service also from that company. Absolutely. And then you're, you're, when you're supporting these other brands, like, you know, prime example this past weekend, I was at the Charlotte Premium Outlet. You know, we vended there this weekend. And, um, you know, I walked around a little bit. And what bothered me the most is the line outside of the Nike store, the line outside of Polo. You know, just unbelievable. Everybody's walking all proud. So you're wearing clothes where these people don't even want you to wear their clothes. Mm -hmm. You're being, you're, you're, you're popularizing their brand. Right. When we have so many fly clothes and sneakers out here that are made by us. Exactly. And more than likely, it's made in the same place that they're making theirs. Exactly. And that's, that is, it, you are so right. Though. That's a mindset. Mm -hmm. That's a mindset. Because it goes back to, it's just like eating right. You look at what you were eating when you were coming up. And so that's what you base your menu around. That's what you're used to because that's what you came up doing. Somebody has to show you another way and you have to buy into it and see the results. That's the same thing with the clothes and the name brand mentality, which goes back to the plantation. Slavery days, because you remember when we were on the plantation, we were branded with the name or symbol for the plantation owner. Now, we progress to buying name brands, mm. which is still a branding of a name mm -hmm. of somebody else that we wear on our bodies. That's correct. So it's a mental thing. You can't tell black folk not to buy Gucci. You can you can do it. Right. <laughs> it ain't going. You Louis uh, Balenciaga, um, Prada, uh, Prada, Prada. Um, Christian Dior, Burberry, like, I mean, you can Burberry Fendi, mm -hmm. it go on and on and on. And we gravitate to that because in our minds, that is upper echelon clothing. Mm -hmm. Those name brands represent upper echelon materialistic accomplishments mm -hmm. because you got the Louis Vuitton. And, it, it, and if you got the real bag, everybody know what the bag costs. So if you got it, it's a status symbol. Mm -hmm. My thing has always been, you mean to tell me there are no black designers doing the same thing that they're doing? And if it's not, why isn't there? And then we saw the docu uh, documentary about, of course, you go back to Carl Kanai, right. Wu Wear, April Walker, right. um, your girl, mm -hmm. um, Puffy's baby mama. What's her name? Yeah. Yeah. No, she ain't got nothing oh, to do with those. Come Misa. on, stick with Misa. me. Misa. All right? You go back and you see all of that, and you're like, well, that was back in the day, but they treat it like trends. Mm -hmm. So we have to get past the all, oh, that's good because it's a name brand, but that ain't good because we ain't never heard of that. Yeah. And the way we get past that, too, because a lot of that has to do, all right, think, why do we buy all those products that we see? And they're not black-owned. Because when you turn on the television... When you go to the store, when you're riding down the street and you look at the billboard, you don't see us. In the, you, in the music video. In the music video. You don't see us. When you hear the commercials running, you don't hear us. 
So one is either we're not investing in advertising or in ways to market and advertise our business to the masses, or it's a situation to where the markets or places that you want to advertise are all taken up by these big corporate advertisers. Right. And then the price is so high, if you do want to get in the game, you spending all your money, you know what I mean, just for one commercial with hopes that people go and support your brand. But that's why it's so important because if all that buying power and spending power is coming from us supporting these brands, imagine what will happen if we continue and we just really start supporting black-owned brands. What's one of the frustrations that you have? We are the number one consumers in the world. We are the economic base for majority of ethnicity mm -hmm. in this world. We really, really are. Mm -hmm. We get upset because they come into our neighborhoods, but we're allowing this to happen, mm -hmm. you know? And let's take a prime example. If you go to Chinatown in New York, you know, one of us, you try to go in there and say, hey, could, I, could you buy these clothes? They're not going to buy from you. Right. They only buy from their people. Right. If you go there and you try to open up shops, Take home it's shop, it's not, you know, you're not even going to get to there. Right. Because you know what they're doing? They're coming together and they're putting their money in the politicians, in the area, and making sure, not illegally, but in a legal manner, so you will never be able to open up shop there. Mm -hmm. And if you do, nobody's coming in there. They're not, they're not going to support you, yeah. you know? So we have to get this mindset together and understand that we have a trillion-dollar buying power. Trillion-dollar. And that trillion-dollar buying power literally makes this world go around. Mm -hmm. And when we come together collectively, not just one here, one here, one here. Here, we all have to do our part. We're obligated. Keyword, we're obligated to do our part. But when we come together collectively and, and put our money together, watch, watch how things change. You know, you get those schools you wanted. You know, they don't want your child in school because they have locks. Right. You know? And we keep saying if we do this, watch how things change. But how long have we been saying that? But that's the only thing that we haven't tried is to unite. We've marched, we've prayed, we've protested, we've rallied, we've rioted. We have not tried And why haven't unity. we tried that? Because it's here. Mm. It's here. Think about it. I think there's more of us, though, who think, okay, like us. We're three sitting at this table. Mm -hmm. And there's people in this room. And I'm sure she feels the same way. I'm sure Tab feels the same way. So this right now is six, five out of six people. Mm -hmm. I mean, five out of five. Mm -hmm. If... We're like-minded. There should be more like-minded clusters like us, right? right? And that's how it starts. Oh, it's yeah. got to start grassroots. There is. So there is. if, and I know that there's bigger movements than even what we're doing here on this platform. Mm -hmm. What is it that's still not able to see or still not able to get that edge on saying that, okay, mm -hmm. we now see it going on. Like you said, what you're doing is you're at least trying to keep the dollar in the community for more than six hours. So what is it that we're still not doing that our dollar is not staying on our community for more than six hours? Yeah, one of the things is we all have something that we need collectively. We can unite under, you know, this blessing. But then there's little divisions, religion. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not a Christian. Oh, you're a Muslim. I'm not uniting with you. Then you got uh, uh, politics. You're a Democrat. I'm a Republic. I'm a independent. Those things like that, those little divides, means nothing. Mm -hmm. we, are, we must remember that when we, before we were anything, we were black. Before we were anything, we were black. Everything that we do should be black first, period, across the board. 
everything. Your first thought, how can I support my people? Your, your first thought, where do I need to go to do this? Where do I need to go? The first thought should be that across the board. And it's been programmed in us to think otherwise. Because like you were just saying, it's, you know, maybe certain things like religion or your politics or certain beliefs. But when you walk into a Gucci, <laughs> you ain't sitting there asking them, are they Republican nope. or Democrat? And they're not giving you this. Right, and you're not worried about did the owner really like black people or not? Is the owner a racist? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And even if it's not the brand of this particular store, is the manager a racist? So again, like you say, it's a mindset. And obviously our minds have been programmed and conditioned to think the worst and of also, us and our people first. And it's also self-love, you know? Mm -hmm. See, me, I'm different. But it took me a while of learning and re-educating myself to get to the place that I am today. Mm -hmm. and when I speak on self-love, I speak to this and I say to you, you know, when I, when I look at you and I look like you, you look like me. You are of me. You are my brother. You are my sister. Right. So since I love myself wholeheartedly with everything that I'm here and put on, you mm -hmm. know, I can look at you and love you. Right. You know? But if, if you have some of you have some of our people who look at their self and they hate their self. Yeah. So they're gonna hate you because you look like them and you look like them and she and her and him. They're gonna do that. So they're not gonna if you if you hate yourself, you're not gonna unite with somebody who looks like you. You're not gonna buy from somebody who looks like you. You're not gonna fight with somebody who you're not gonna do any of that stuff. Right. You know, you're gonna kill them with, with guns and with drugs. But if you love yourself and you then you're able to love someone who looks just like you mm -hmm. and you'll be able to do all of that above and so that's why i'm able to do this because i love my people right i will fight i'm here for you this is my purpose on this planet mm -hmm. so i'm going to do my part my obligation and i just say tell everybody else just you don't have to do it like me i've been in this game like 17 years mm -hmm. you don't have to do what i did you don't have to do what riza islam does you mm -hmm. know do you what you do, and just do it for your people first. Right. That's it. And that's a mindset, like she says. One thing about black businesses, as the minister always says, whatever you do, you do your best. And when you start to compare black businesses as a whole versus Caucasian businesses or other businesses, it seems to be a disconnect. With our businesses, mm -hmm. we find excuses on why we won't go or why we don't want to go here versus over here. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's too high. She don't have what I want. They don't do. But then you go over here to somebody who don't hardly speak mm -hmm. right. like you or look like you, right. and you're comfortable and secure mm -hmm. letting them do the same thing that you wouldn't let her do. And I think that's a stigma that we have to get through because that goes back to the white man's ice is always colder. Right. But it's a stigma you have to get through. But black businesses have to help yes. yourself yes. as well as consumers get through that together. Because if you just try to rely on being a black owned business hmm. and that's it then you're going to fall in the fact. trap. Yeah. You're going to fall in the trap. Your store has to look just like that store. Right. Yeah. Your window display 
has to look just like that window display. But second to none, your customer service has to be impeccable. And that goes to, if you don't love people, or if you're not a people person, do not open a business where you got to deal with people. That's right. And I would love for you to put on this screen or wherever you are, one business where you don't have to deal with people. <laughs> I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of one. Maybe I'm missing one. But that's a problem within itself. And this is why at the Necessities Company, you know, we, we understand the challenges that our people face, mm -hmm. you know. And this is why we are willing to go above and beyond to make sure that our people are comfortable, to show them that, you know, this is possible, you know. Mm -hmm. With you, this is possible, you know. I get customers who say, well, I'm in Matthews. I know you guys only deliver to Charlotte, and I'm in Matthews. And I said, listen, you know what? You place the order. We're going to deliver it to you in Matthews. Mm -hmm. But please understand, this is, this is out of the norm. You know? mm -hmm. I've had customers call us in the Walmart uh, aisle and, and say, listen, I don't want this toilet tissue. You know, can you bring, us, bring me some toilet tissue? And I went and got in my car and, and brought it to them. Mm -hmm. you know, going above and beyond, trying to satisfy that convenience to let our people know and understand that what we have our ice is, is just as cold. Cold, yes. You know? Exactly. It's not better. Exactly. And our products are all natural, so that means we want to keep you here oh, on this planet. Exactly. We want, to, we want to take you from the inside and outside as much as we possibly can. Yeah. So not only are all the products black products and black-owned products with the Necessities Correct. Company, but they're also all natural, all natural products. All natural products. Yep. And you can read the ingredients on the label. I feel good about it. When, when, uh, everybody who's watching and listening, do me a favor. The next time you go into the grocery store, look for, look, look at the bottle of Tide and tell me what the ingredients are on that bottle. Mm. You won't see them. You have to Google the ingredients. Pass, pass me that right there, brother. Most of the ingredients that's on it anyway, you don't know what you're reading. You don't know what you're reading. It's going to take you a few hours just to You don't know what you're reading. Now, here we got true. This is true laundry detergent. Wow. The number one selling black-made laundry detergent. Worldwide. Divide Canada. And true. some of you may already know about this, but Absolutely. if you don't. That's two chains. True. True. I'm the true trafficker. Okay? Mm. Now, keep it up. See what it says on the back there, brother. What is that? Ingredients. Ingredients. Do you have to look any of those up? No, it's right there. There you go. And this is what we probably with all of our products. We want the ingredients to be on the label so you can see what's in it. Contains right. no phosphorus. Right. No SLS. And and one of the things we need to understand is something, this is something basic. If you can't read the ingredients or a label. Yeah. If it's a word that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to go and get someone in the store and ask them, what is this? Or are you just going to take it home <laughs> yeah. and use it because of the familiarity and you're comfortable with this product? Right. Not worrying about what's in it and how that's going to affect you. Now, I was true, I That's was, the difference. I was true trafficking at the laundromat the other day because I'm, I'm a true trafficker. I, I'm serious. And um, I had a sister say to me, 
you know, I was interested to say, hey, you know, she was using Purex. And I was like, you know, turn the bottle around, look at, you know, things and Google and everything. And she said, um, what one should I use? I said, you should use True. So sister said, but I've never seen that in the store. See. You know? And I, and, I, and I was talking to a business owner today, and she said, that's not your customer. I said, I'm going to make her a customer, though. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to make her a customer because anything that you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream in 26 seconds. So I need to make her a customer. Right. So every time I see her, I'm going to talk to her. Right. Because it's important. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we put all these toxins in our bodies in our 20s and our 30s. And then we get in our 40s and 50s and 60s. We're like, hey, what happening? What's going on? Right. Yeah. It's just like a lot of people... I tell them, you know, look at your deodorant and your antiperspirant. Ooh. Now you got to go all the way back and see how many years you've been using it, mm -hmm. okay? But then you got to go take the research from the deodorant ingredients. You got to match that up with the cancer research for men as well as women. And then men, you go look at breast cancer and cancer of the chest and the lungs. And then you start to understand that the entry point is right there. It's right here. That's right. And you've been doing this. Every morning, yeah. every morning, since every you night, little. ever since you got out of the shower, right. since you were how old, and now you're probably eight or nine. And That's you compute right. that to seven days and how many years, and it's all in your body. Mm -hmm. And then we start to say, oh, that's not true. You, soap can affect. Man, listen, the big deal and the wow factor about her business, necessities, necessity is the mother of invention. So her being called necessities with black owned and all natural products, that's another thing we miss. Forget the name brands. I heard a brother uh, a couple of months say, you know, Azad came back. The alligator? Yeah, you know that was about said, black men. But I said, when, when did Azad ever leave? Right. Because you don't see it on TV. Mm -hmm. You think they ain't over out here in Valentine buying eyes out off the rack? Right. You ain't on the golf course. Right. You and your eyes out to the club with a pair of matching sneakers mm -hmm. that bounce off the collar. Mm -hmm. So you you know Polo made a comeback. Since when? Ralph Lauren ain't never Never's fell off. Up, right. He fell off with you. If you say somebody made a comeback, then now you should reevaluate how you fit into the overall equation. Because those who know no. Why are you saying somebody made a, a, a comeback? You ain't in the equation. A lot of those designers, we're not in the equation. We put ourselves in the equation. This natural material, these natural things, man, it is a game changer. That African black soap, that shea butter, yeah. Yolanda take it on the real. Yeah. And I'm a man. Woo. I ran out of shea butter a couple weeks ago. I was like a crack at it. I, I was trying on different lotions that I had, but none of them not was the, the fix. Like I was trying them and throwing them in the trash. I like, this ain't it. I got to go get me some more shea butter from that goop tree in Africa mm -hmm. and put that on my skin. And it's like, when you put it on, your skin is like, oh, yes. Exactly. Yes. It's for us. Mm -hmm. It's made for us. I got someone from Queen City Body Butter. <laughs> What's one thing that frustrates you being a black business owner? Oh, well, you know what? Before you answer, because that's a great way to segue into um, our second half. I know, but we got to go to break. We got to go and do the mix. We got to go into the mix and we got to shout out our sponsor, Grown TV Network. 
www.blackstreamingclub.com, which is a black streaming platform, which you can definitely support. You can see the live podcast as well as the live Grown Man Conversations tapings are now streaming That's on right, Grown TV Network. So you know what, Tab? Go ahead, take us away with that mix. Take us out of energy, dog. 420 coming up. 2021. Uh-oh, okay then. 420 coming up. We will not be doing the show on 420. We are taking 420 off. All right? We'll be taking 420 off, just to let you know. But make sure you join us. We're going to be... Uh, Doing this big 420 watch party for the versus battle. Red Man versus Method Man on 420. You already know. That's what it is. Sun said the only reason I got this shape of from here is because she can get it to me. But you know, mama, we, you know I play with but she we always get that. I'm gonna tell y'all about this when I get back too. I'm gonna tell y'all about this when I get back. She has long Quality control. We are inside the only black home. Coffee shop in Charlotte. That's where we are. The gathering ground. Which is also the showroom for Zoo AFL. Which is what we rock. So you might want to come through 8432 Old Statesville Road. We come through and support. That's what we're talking about now. She representing necessities. Of course, we're gonna let her give you the information. So you can go. I gotta go get some of this true Washington dirt. See what's up with it. I needed some of that bamboo toothbrushes, but she ain't bring no more. They off the hook, and then you can throw them, and they buy your trade. They go right into the earth. You know they're gonna do this one together. They're gonna do this one together. Oh, I know we ain't gonna do this. Hey, Tad, quit trying to slide stuff in on me, man, like I don't know about that. Oh, I know he's gonna do this. Oh, what up, God? Yeah, the 
MC overkill. Oh, I know we gonna do this. This that Blaze music right here. We about to put you in that grown fit. We about to put you in that grown fit. Since we talking name brands. I'll tell you something. It hit different. Somebody say, you know how when you got on your joint, you be like, what you got on? You like polo or, you know, whatever you got on. Adidas, Nike, whatever. It hit different when somebody say, where you get that sweatsuit from? And I say, it's a tracksuit. They say, where you get it from? And you say, it's mine. And they be like, I know it's yours because you're wearing it, but what's that right there? You be like, it's mine. She went on clothing line. Yeah. I got everybody else's line in the house. Well, I can't put mine in the house. Okay? And we grown. Like my man up top say, we don't do no counterfeit. You come in the showroom, you see the quality of the clothes. We don't do no counterfeit. There's no counterfeit going on here. No counterfeit. She heard that. That's it up top. The African scene. Isn't it counterfeit? Yeah, no counterfeit. Yeah, brother. This is all real here. Just like this show. Hey, OG conversations. D. What's up, family? Wheelchair mafia. What's up, Tanya? He got twenties on a wheelchair. And what's up, JD? With a, with a stash box. Yeah, OG always got that. What yeah. you know about it? He always on that OG. Got that deuce, deuce. Right there on the wheelchair. <laughs> he can make it pop and do wheelies, too. Hey, listen. This is Grown Man Conversations, the visual podcast. She got on me earlier today on my show. She, Because I, I said it was a virtual. It's visual, boo, not virtual. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> wow. Like, was that even necessary? Hmm? You couldn't just say, like, did you even have to say all that part? Oh, yeah. You couldn't just say visual podcast. No, I had to do all of that. And it's important because that's what it is, a visual podcast. Because right. they can do more than just hear us. I was just us. letting them know how you be on they top of They can see us. Mm-hmm. That's all, boo. Okay. It's Ramadan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> be easy. <laughs> be easy. Your man just hate. Be easy. I don't have the energy tonight. OG said he got the floaters on his wheelchair. Hey. Float. <laughs> Float on. No, not, not that. Not that kind. Floaters. Floaters, yeah. What, what that's, the, that's the song group. He, I know, but I'm just telling him to float on. Oh, that's what you. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, we are joined by our sister tonight. Yes, we are. Who is representing an incredible black-owned business, the Necessities Company. Each one, teach one. She has over how many black businesses up under that umbrella? Fifty-one right now. Fifty-one. We, we 51. growing. Fifty-one and growing daily. Yeah, and we want to bring the product. Out of those, it's going to be fifty-two. How many of those 51 businesses are all natural products? All of them. All 51. And that's a big deal, y'all. Really, it is because what they say, if you you knew better, you do better. Mm -hmm. And we are trying to talk now, and everybody's coming into doing better. But sometimes when we try to show better, like with what we're doing here, with supporting black businesses and black products, we still don't do better. Well, it's a gradual thing. It's a gradual thing. Uh, like when the minister says, you can't just give you that hard dose of medicine. You put a little sugar on there, we yeah. can get you in. Yeah, yeah. I just feed, right? You just feed Ma- it. She can't feed it. She's up to 51. Baby spoon. Baby she spoon. Can't 51. Yeah, she's up to 51 now. Yeah. And all natural products is a big deal. Like mm-hmm. from soaps. 
the lotions, the two. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what I didn't think was a big deal. Toothpaste. Oh, so until they, until I broke down the ingredients and found out it was taking everything that I needed off my teeth. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, this what's going on around here. Mm-hmm. This is why your teeth be so janky. That little spot you know, underneath your tongue there. Yeah. That absorbs everything. Mm-hmm. See? Everything. Wow. And this ain't no ripples. You can believe it or not. Right. But this is actual factual because, like she said, she loves her people. And the minister constantly says that is the hardest That's a fact. job to do in the world Ooh. is to love your people it's because we hard. are so wishy. Washy, hard-headed, stubborn, and we don't want to listen. But you're still trying to do something to implement change, like black businesses, Mm -hmm. black restaurants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's one of the reasons why we'll go to the black restaurant, but we'll find something wrong with the black restaurant, and instead of talking to the manager about it, Mm -hmm. we go throw it all on social media. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we got to stop. Yeah. That's one thing we got to stop. If you don't like the service, you're going to get this young lady. If she bought you a product from her business and you didn't like it, you wouldn't go straight to social media and be like, man, I got some toilet paper from her. You you should go back to her because that helps her business get better. Because I haven't had a complaint about the toilet paper. And before we went to break, Tony asked you a question that you were thinking about. What was that question that you asked or My question before we went to break mm-hmm. was what is <laughs> what is a frustration that you have being a black business owner? And you said it was so many, but take your time. It's so many. I Give us a good you, one. I'm going to tell you what I'm currently going through. Okay. Um, something that just really happened today. Okay. We're currently looking for our, our retail space police here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. This is our second time. We were looking last year and we gave up. And so we started back looking again. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been hearing stories, even read an article about a brother who's saying that, you know, they don't want us here. You know, he's the landlord, the Caucasians, uh, landlords don't want us. So I had a landlord today. I went to see a unit. Thanks to my shout out to my lovely real estate Elizabeth Mulvey. Okay. And um, we went to see a unit. You know, and, and this is not my lane. You know, right. so I, I know how to shut up and be quiet and listen. You know, mm-hmm. so I back up and let, let her do a little one too. But I understand the language of the Caucasian very well. You know, so when we leave, she she you know she looks at me. And she says, what do you want to do? I said, I don't, it's not for us, mm-hmm. you know. I said, this is not for us. You know, he wants to see all of our financials for the last two years. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's important, mm-hmm. you know. He, he wants to know every single detail of what we want to do and what we're doing and everything else. But granted, when he first pulls up to us, he came out, he's like, Aurora, I was on your website, and I love it. I love the concept. I love the idea, and I need to get some of them soaps. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I like when people do the research to yeah. see what we're about and what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but then it turned around into, you know, other things during that that just was like so off-putting. 
Yeah. That was the end. Yes. The end was. That's the systemic racism. Let me. The end was. Let me make everybody here as comfortable as possible. And the best way to make somebody comfortable in a business deal, beautiful people, is familiarity. Mm -hmm. You're going to go meet with somebody in a club. You don't know nothing about the club. You don't know nothing about them. You don't know nothing about his properties or his businesses. You're killing yourself. So, listen, they are always prepared in the trichnology and the trickery. Okay? We call it fluckery. Mm -hmm. So let's settle the whole thing down. I saw your website. Love your website. And you know what? Make I'm trying to get some tote soaps. Come to detergents. I love that. Okay. Let's get past that. That's the intro. Now we in here. Okay. So now that we in here, I know that you're interested. Well, since I know you're interested, watch what I do. That's the right. So I flips the script on you because I got right. you in here now. Right. And you know that I know about you. And I'm pleasant. And so now your guards are down. Because I didn't come out the car and say, look, I got somewhere to go. Let's go ahead and let's see. That would have been different. But I came, oh, I love you so So now, oh, okay. But then he come with the, okay, wow. But what y'all going to be doing? And, what's, and let me tell you something. And I need the financial record. And you know, before we do, and so what happened to all of that energy with the, so your website, Yolanda's beautiful. I see what y'all doing over there on the platform. Something will happen to all of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he told us that, all of a sudden, you know, Rose is like, you know, I want to send you an, an, an intent letter. And he says, well, you know, I have this restaurant coming here out here on Monday. Who, 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 you know, this is the only spot we have available and they're interested. So, I, so I think I'm going to need y'all to hold off and wait and to see what. So he's going to come out there see? to show you the property, to ask you to hold off and wait. Right. Right. Because right. we could have done that over the phone. Because you're not the only property, That's right. but it's the way you handle in business. You know, they literally, the experiences that I've had in the past two weeks here in Charlotte have been really unbelievable. Brother, they, I had somebody tell me that they want $10,000 a month for 3,000 square feet. What? Mm -hmm. On Freedom Drive. What? Mm -hmm. yeah. Met with him, team play. This is why financial is, yeah. literacy yeah. is so important because a lot of times we miss avenues of approach because of misinformation yeah and i always say information is the new currency if you can get it get it and use it we sometimes it's hard for us to get but sometimes like my wife loves to tell me we can get in our own way mm -hmm. you can get in your own way you can overthink if pandemic didn't teach me anything. Hmm. It taught me that if you are not able to deal with change, your ass going to be in trouble. Yeah. If yeah. you think things going to stay how they always did and that's how it's going to be and I always say tradition gets you killed, your ass going to be in trouble. If you can't think outside the box, in other words, whatever it is, you, your mama been telling you all your life you make square pizzas, <laughs> and everybody used to eat them, and you laugh about it. But see, when the <laughs> pandemic slowed down, you started making them square pizzas, and then you put them in Tupperware, and then you put your logo on the Tupperware, then you started taking them to places, because they didn't have the means to get to you, and then you started looking out for the elderly, and then you started making natural pizzas, because you didn't want people to really get messed up by it, and now you damn near got six figures. 
off an idea that you had as a little girl, but the pandemic slowed you down mm-hmm. to show you if there's anything you want to do, anything, I don't care what it is, do it. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. What did DMX show you? Do it now. Life is short. Life is short. Yeah. And you ain't taking nothing with you. Do it now. Yeah. Do it now. I had a gentleman tell me, it's sad that cats like Prince, Michael Jackson, not DMX, no will, no estate, nothing written down. Aretha Franklin, nothing written down. And as soon as you go on the ground, I don't care how much love you is getting above ground. It's a money thing now. Right. And they're sitting there fighting right. over who's going to get some money, who's going to get some pieces of property. And that's another literacy. Because we talk about black businesses. Is there a black life insurance person out there? Yeah, the person, not company. Person. You have brokers and agents, but there is no black company. We need one of them. Yeah, we do. Good luck. We need, well, we got to listen. We got to do something. Very, very hard. I know. In this country, every damn thing is hard. Very, very hard. It is. Okay. You, <laughs> you would think selling weed is easy, right? And this is what I'm getting to. Did you hear me today tell you that uh, Jaleel White, that played Steve Urkel, met on the plane with a gentleman from a cannabis company? And he's always had this passion about Purple Urkel that was a strain in the early 2000s. Purple came off the purple hash, the hashish, and it came off the Kush strain. Kush came out of California. That's where the OG and everything started. That purple used to have the hairs on it. it used to win the mm-hmm. Cannabis Cup every year on High Times Magazine. It was pretty, and it faded out. He went to find it, and it was such a difficult strain to find. This gentleman said, if he got that kind of passion, now they talking on a plane. If he got that kind of passion, well, hell, I'm going to help him find it. Mm-hmm. And on 420 this month, he is launching his cannabis strain called Purple Urkel. Now, I told you that to tell you this. In Las Vegas, Nevada, there's 150 plus dispensaries. How many black owned? Probably one, one. or none. One. Right. One. 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 Wow. Even in that game. Yeah. We should be in that it, game. We, we in it. Right. We in the game. Right. But we end up on the wrong side of the game. We're not in the corporate side. We end up locked up for the game. That's right. Instead of making money for the game. On the corporate side. Unless we Snoop or Wiz Khalifa or Ice Cube and all of these cats. I meant Jay-Z. All the Freeway Rick Ross. All of these cats got strings. Why? Because New York just became your home spot, just became the 14th city, I mean state. To go ahead and legalize recreation. Virginia, Virginia. Right. just became the first southern state to do it. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, what are you waiting for? They're I know it's the Bible last. Belt. See, they can't get through that Bible Belt. They're going to be last. I don't know why. They better go ask Denver to show them the books. <laughs> so they can, because ain't they trying to get the bag? Mm-hmm. So they can see what Denver doing out there with the books. Denver has the world's first 24 hour vending machine. Dispensary. Dispensary vending, vending machine. Weed vending machine. Vending machine. Just like we got the first 24 hour uh, Krispy Kreme going up Yeah. You can go right there to Denver and take Just like a pack of nabs. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And me and Yolanda are patiently waiting mm. for it to get here to North Carolina. Mm. Oh, me out like that. Huh? <laughs> oh, we waiting. You put me out. The strain going to be called like the JW strain. No, it's not. Okay. It's don't see. Don't do that. Yours gonna be called the Asa strain, the, the Asa Lama Lakeum strain. Don't do that. Okay not then. Ramadan. And then okay, well do then that. don't you do okay. that. Don't do that with me then. 
<laughs> you the referee. It's true. Right. It's like, true. <laughs> um, speaking of that. Speaking of that, where can people get the and products? The, and, the, and the fabric company. <laughs> The necessities company dot com. The necessities company dot com. Company. And, and is that exactly how it's And we deliver in So is there a number if anyone wants to call? They can go to the website. Bless say, is there a number if anyone wants to reach out? Absolutely. 704-565-3225. And say it one more time. 704 704 565 565 All right. <laughs> My DJ got the sound effects. Don't hear him on. Okay. The necessitystore.com. If you don't know how to spell necessities, shame on you. But necessitystore.com. The necessities company. The necessities company. The necessities company. Dot com. All right. And they deliver in Charlotte. And I would ask that you go and check out the website and see if they have some products that you can use. Yeah. Look around in your house and see some of the stuff that you use now and, and see if it's natural. Yeah. Like, that's one thing we could do. Just go through your house and see some of the stuff you use and see what's natural and what has all those chemicals in it. Mm -hmm. Because anything with the chemicals in it is going to directly affect you. And that's food as well. And she's a black woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on, that's the hardest job in America. Mm -hmm. So listen, she don't need no help with that. She don't need no help getting disrespected. She don't need no help getting disenfranchised. She don't need no help with non-support. But she needs the but support. she needs help with support. She needs help with you spreading the word. She needs help with you putting good energy when you go to the website. And she definitely needs your help with you purchasing the products. That's how you stay afloat. Mm -hmm. Has 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 any Caucasian designers or any came out and asked you to openly help them? Like, when, have you ever? I'm trying to think, and I'm being funny, but I'm being real. Like, have you heard a company? Like, has Tide come out and say, "Hey, listen, we really, you know, want you to help no. us." And well, why do you think they don't have to do that? Because there's people already. We're already supporting them. You know, they, they're already in. It's that monopoly. They are, you know, in the advertising. They're in our eyes. They're on the shelves. When we go to the store, that's the first thing you see when you go on the detergent aisle. I mean, so. Placement. Yeah. Placement. In the Product stores. placement. Exactly. Placement in the stores. If you think about it, and this is true, mm -hmm. they put everything at our level. Because they know you're not going to look up and you're not going to look down. Yeah. So look at those top shelves. And yeah. look at those bottom, bottom shelves. Right in the middle. Everything is eye level. And Todd, best believe they're paying for that shelf life. Oh, they paying for it. Oh, yeah. I saw a documentary you know? over Whole Foods. Yeah. How companies fight over shelf space, which yeah. is a big deal. Right. And, and if you can't get in and play, if you got a great product, but you can't get in and play at, you know, at that table, right. then you still can't get in. You well, know? 
Yes, you can. Because what we're doing now is black businesses shop. with black businesses. Period. Absolutely. That is the mindset that kept a lot of us from doing stuff. Yeah. We can't get in. First of all, I know we always say this, but do we really believe it? You know how you'll say real quick, I don't give a damn what nobody else thinks. I don't give a damn what nobody else says. But you do. Do you really believe that? Because you know how much stuff we've got done by now if we really didn't worry. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing right there. Like you say, we can't get in. Well, the hell with getting in with them. Why are you trying to sit at their table anyway? Go get your own table and sit down. And the thing about us is Rome wasn't built today. Goddamn Amazon didn't get to where it was in no two weeks. Right. Okay. Jeff Bezos, not no two weeks. Not no overnight. And, I, and how many people you thought after he told his idea, they was like, that's stupid. That ain't going to work. But he kept on and like $800 billion uh, later, later. <laughs> it don't yeah. seem like a bad idea. Exactly. Right? You ordering stuff from Amazon. You so. control your own idea. Mm-hmm. If you believe in something enough, if you believe in something so deep, all right, can't nobody stop you from bringing it into fruition because you believe in it. Come on now, Just bro. like I was going to say, line. baby, go into it. Yes. We got Great segue. always talk about what we wear, what we wear. I wish I could get a rapper the same way you talk about the Lewis and Cardi B talk about the red bottoms. I wish I could get me one talk about grown fit. Grown fit. Talk about just GF. You talk about quality. You talk about a mind state. I was looking around and my son used to try to get me to wear joggers and I didn't want to wear joggers because I don't want nothing tight all on my ankles. I didn't think that's how a grown man was supposed to wear sweatpants. I like sweatpants. My son said, nah, that is joggers. And I started looking around. I was having so many problems getting a sweatsuit or something to wear. And then one night me and Yolanda, we was talking and we was on the like, shh. Like if you can't find what you want, you gotta create make it. it. Mm-hmm. Create it. Created. And the universe lined up. Favorite colors. We blue. lined up with the first color scheme right here. The first color scheme. And the blue and white, grown fit, logo across the chest. The quality. The bottoms have the logo on the back pocket. Same piping. The quality is incredible. He's got the it's V-neck heavy, seat on. Very heavy. Okay. This is the grown folk. Grown folk. Grown fit for grown folk. V-neck tee. Because all I do is V-neck. I'm not doing no circles and no ring tees and I don't. We only do V-neck over here, and, and that's part of it. Yeah. When a color scheme is gone, we got burgundy. Y'all probably saw them. The question I want to ask Yolanda: How do you sell out an inventory and ain't nobody seen it yet? Right. So that's what's going on over here. You can act like you don't see it if you want to. Somebody gonna see it. Me and Yolanda gonna start placing it on these cats. You gonna see it. All we ask you to do is try it out. Because once you try it out, it's, it's, it's don't let Caucasians come and buy up all the suits. And and I'm then, trying to tell you. And they got so the female line, too. in our store, then, because we're still waiting for them. Yes, I was going to say, absolutely. We'd love to definitely collaborate and be mm-hmm. on the Necessities Company site so that people could get their grown fit. And for you all to know... This is something that was deliberate. This is something intentional. Tony and I have worked on this for a minute. So the quality was important for us. The fit was important. Also, the look and the way that you feel when you wear Grown Fit. Grown Fit is a lifestyle brand. And it is for grown folks. And you also have to know that this is a black business. 
So therefore, we made this to fit and conform to our body. So again, I ask if you please support it. GrownFitWear.com. The site will be launched in about two weeks and you'll be able to get it. It will be available. You will also be able to, it will be available here at Zuway Apparel Boutique here in the showroom. You'll be able to get some. And another great thing about it is each piece that comes out, each suit for the women and for the women, for the women and for the men is a limited edition. So that means you're not going to have a whole bunch of people walking around here mm. looking like you. Oh. And you got to remember, we are marketing to the world, not just Charlotte, but to the world. Right. And like Tone said, the interest has been really, really great. We're very, very thankful for that. The people are feeling it and they're vibing with it before they've even gotten it, you know, before yeah. it's even gotten here yet. Yeah. So what y'all Make sure you about? get that. Oh, my, um, <laughs> you know, my, my buddy over there. Make sure that you get in where you fit in. Um, limited edition only works with people who aren't greedy. Now I know a lot of y'all like, what's Tone talking about? Limited edition only works for people who aren't greedy. I know by the response that I'm getting now. Okay? This navy blue is hitting off and it's taking you back to that Georgetown Hoya era and it's running off the shelf. But it's limited. This color scheme and this style, there's only so many pieces. So when it's gone, it's gone. And you come and say, hey, y'all got any more of the blues? And I say, well, that, that's gone. And they say, okay, when are they coming back? Because I get the next ship. No, that's gone. Yeah, but when y'all make the next blue, that's gone. <laughs> And you can't make us make nothing just because you decide you want to buy 10 of them. And you say, I don't give a damn how much they cost. I give you $200 a piece. All money ain't good money. Integrity cannot be challenged by money. Money is only energy. Money is us sitting at this table because money, the equation is time plus energy. Come on. That's what money is. Mm -hmm. So nothing can sway the fact that when these are gone in this color and this scheme, that's it. And it ain't nothing we can do about it. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Why do they not care about you when you go out there to the polo store? Because when you leave with your face all funny, what do he tell you? Come back in a week. We got another shipment coming. Mm -hmm. You're mass produced. Mm -hmm. We don't care how many of you coming here. It's enough of you going to come in here where we're going to meet this quota because you love that polo. It's different with a black company. Right. A black company constantly has to bend over backwards, has to remind you that the customer is king. We have to do customer service out the wazoo just to let you know that we're serious. Yeah. But the other thing with that limited edition, it forces your mindset. Right. See? Well, going back in a week to get your polo. But if Yolanda tell you, that this is going to be gone after three more, that ain't no sales pitch. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Now, the same way we care about you with the natural products, we care about you with the different colors. We care about you with the different lines. But we not going to mass produce you. Right. There ain't going to be no 50 brothers walking around with the same suit. <laughs> Cal, let me tell you what my man Cal said from St. Louis the other night. He said, I need that burgundy spread the same way you had it on the bed. He said, but when I get it, I'm going to call you up. So you can tell me where you at, 
and when you gonna wear it so men you don't walk in the room looking right. the same. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yep. We are not gonna mass produce you because we appreciate mm -hmm. you even dealing with us. Yeah. We appreciate you even getting the product so we ain't gonna mass produce you. So when we say limited edition, that's what we're talking about. When the color scheme and a style run is gone, when that number is gone. But what you can do is look forward to the next one, and we're gonna keep right. that heat coming for you. And that's what you gotta know. We're gonna Dollar DJ Tab DiBiase representing Patterson in the building yes, with one yes. hand. Yes, yes. I just being young on that flag football field. Tab, we told you, baby. We told you. You got to stretch, Tab. You got to stretch, baby. Your hands and all. Tab got a boo boo. Tab got one hand, baby. One hit a quitter. I'm still nice with it. You still good? I'm still coming correct. All right, then, baby. That's you ambidextrous. Right, exactly. Peace and blessings to you all, beautiful people. You see the shirt. Keep calm. It's Ramadan, but I'm good. Shouts out to all my sisters and brothers fasting this month. We should be good. The sun is down. Hope you got your meal in. Hope you're feeling strong. This is Grown Man Conversations. Yes, it is. This is the podcast. And as you can see, I'm one half of the team, Tone X. And I'm the other half, Y square. And you put us together, and you got X plus Y equals XY square. Ain't that the way the formula go, Tam? Yeah. You wasn't good at math. So tonight, mm -hmm. we got a great show. You know why we have a great show? I know y'all see them, ladies. I know you see them over here. <laughs> we, this is not an auction. That's no, okay. It's in a singles auction. Ladies, I know you see them. We got some white chocolate in the building tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are too much. And um, tonight we're talking everything back. One of the most depressing injuries you can get is a back injury. And the reason being is because I don't think we realize just how much the back works everything else mm -hmm. until you get a back injury. I was in a car accident and I started getting treatment with this gentleman. I had a lower back strain and he can tell you from the first day that when I came in until doing the treatment, it was a complete 360. And then I had to go back because I tried to do something cute with Yolanda and one sudden move locked my back up again. Here we go with another lower back strain. This one had me sleeping on the floor. This one had me um, trying to stand up straight. You should have seen the video knees, of going to the bathroom. Fours. That would have been something. And the thing about it is you don't want to ask anybody to help you unless it's really necessary because that takes everything out of you, man. All the manhood was right down there on the floor because everything I needed, I had to ask somebody to get it. So what does that do? That make you put everything on the floor that you need so you don't have to ask nobody, but then you forget you got to get up to go to the bathroom. 
That right there is another tap. So listen, what I'm telling you is, if you haven't had a back injury, you don't want one. If you're going through a back injury right now, ask some questions about it because we got the right person in the house. And if you need to find somebody who can definitely help you with some treatment, then you need to holler at my doctor, Dr. Valco. Coolest chiropractor in Charlotte. Dr. Yes. Valco, what's going on, sir? Much. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Grown Man Conversation. Thank you, thank you. A Pretty white boy with Jordans on. You know, you know how it's going down tonight. <laughs> Had to come in right, you know? <laughs> yes. Dr. Valco, how many years have you been doing? I've been practicing chiropractic for uh, three and a half years right now. What made you want to be a chiropractor? Uh, a little bit of a long story. I've always been an athlete, played sports growing up, football. Mm -hmm. um, my dad's been a lifelong chiropractic patient, so I remember being about yay big, going in the room with him, seeing him getting twisted and turned, all this stuff, and wondering why I'm waiting so long for him to leave. Mm -hmm. um, as I get older, mm -hmm. I actually ended up going myself. I had a football injury, went, mm -hmm. got it worked out, and felt amazing. Right. And then I continued to go throughout that time in college when I was playing football. And mm -hmm. after I finished school, I thought, you know what, this would be a cool way for me to stay involved with sports maybe, and also pursue what I wanted to do and help people in healthcare. Yeah, nice. I like that. Nice. I think sometimes um, chiropractic doctors are underrated when you guys really do a lot. A and as Tone um, opened up the show, the back and the spine and your posture, those are some of the most important things. So how is that? And I'm glad to see a young doctor as yourself going into that field and with the experience that you had from school and sports. Um, what is that like when you deal with patients sometimes that don't think that having a chiropractor in their life or going to a chiropractor is important? Honestly, the biggest thing I can say is it, it's gratifying because people don't know they need you and some people don't even believe in it. Mm -hmm. And then their eyes just wake up. You, you can see it right there and then when they get their first adjustment, they get their first few treatments and they start to be able to move or do things that they once weren't able to do, even if it's, as you mentioned earlier, getting up off the couch, tying your shoes, right. going to the bathroom, right. all basic tasks of living that an injury can affect. Right, right. Most definitely. I saw a video. It was a TikTok video, and it was a black female, and she was at a chiropractor, and he leaned over, and he did some of his magic, and did her neck, and she was... She like she caught the Holy Ghost. And she was like, oh, she, she was like, oh, listen. And she was like, listen. I'm telling you, oh my God, I don't know what he did. What he just, you need to come down. You need, oh my God, what he just. So it's like you say, when you start getting the treatment, you're like, oh, like this does work. And like, why didn't I come sooner? And I wanted to ask you, just like I asked you in the room, why do you think? that the chiropractor, they treat the medical field and the doctors treat the chiropractor like the redhead stepchild. It's like y'all have to jump through hoops and do all this extra just to verify that you're a doctor and you're in the medical field because the word back in the day was quack. Very true. Something we talk about in school is we're going through the program mm -hmm. and I, in practice, I've personally seen probably the biggest thing is that so many different chiropractors do different things. So you may go to one person, they do it one way. You go to another, they do it a little bit different way. Everyone has their own little touch, their own flavor. It's honestly like an art. Right. And to other medical fields that are 
just X, Y, and Z. This, this is what you do. You come in, you have pain, you get this medication, you're out the door. Right. They may look at it and, and wonder, well, why are you doing five or six different things? When in reality, they, we do a variety of things just because no one injury or no one person is the same. Right. And you have to find what's right to get that person mm -hmm. on track, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Another thing we're dealing with the back, you got to be very knowledgeable, Yolanda. Right, absolutely. Very knowledgeable. If you ask a question to your chiropractor or your doctor about your back and he can't go into detail to answer the question and give you extra about your back and your spine, you're at the wrong place because mm -hmm. the back is nothing to, to play with. Nope, nope. So what about popping your neck? Like as a little girl, my father used to crack my neck all the time and it would relieve, you know, I would feel like tight or you might feel like you're getting a headache, but then you pop your neck and it goes away. So I got used to it. So as I got older, you know, I still crack and pop my neck. Is that something that I should be doing? Is that healthy to do? In my best way to explain this, <laughs> no. Probably no. Um, it's best to have a chiropractor or another trained professional, whether it's physical therapist maybe or whatnot, right. work on those muscles or for a chiropractor adjust it. When you are constantly popping your neck or back, it feels Am I great. causing more problems for myself? Well, it, it, you essentially could be. It feels good because you're releasing endorphins and that, that's your feel-good chemical. Everyone loves that. You, yeah. you feel great, you get the pop, it feels good. Right. But the key is finding the areas of the spine that are restricted not moving properly mm -hmm. and that's what we're trained to do and to get them functioning better to help you okay right right and i see some people joining man thank y'all for coming on to grooming conversations i yes. see a touch of tranquility who was the second part of my treatment when i told you that i was going to the massage therapist and she was doing the deep tissue yeah, thank massage. you for the help on that listen he needed all of it oh man when i came to you the next day right yeah, teamwork makes the dream yeah. work Loosen up all of that, and you never even know all of that is going on just by a small. All I did was reach a move sudden, and then my back was like, ah, and then and, and, and that was it. And he was talking about tying shoes. You know how depressing it is to try to tie your shoes by yourself and can't. And so you sit and try to find a way to put your shoes on, and then you say, Forget it, I'm wearing slides. Because I'm not, even, I can't even tie my shoes. And then, ladies, do you know how upsetting it is when your man does have a back injury and he's going through that, but he does not want any help, and you want to help him, but he doesn't want any help. And I think it's a man thing because when my back is hurting, I want to help. I want you to. I need you. Can I ring a bell? Can you help me? Can you do this? Please put my shoe on. Please help me put my pants on. Please help me wash up. You want that if I was even trying, if your back ain't hurt. No, I don't. Okay, that's you. I was trying to help Tone through this process, and it was very difficult. And I felt like when I wasn't helping, then in his mind, you know, I'm not helping. And then I felt like when I was helping, in his mind, I'm still not helping. So how do you help somebody, it's, it's and especially so a man? Yeah. And, you know, with you being a man, I'm sure you've, you know, you've experienced the back injury you said before. Yeah, you don't want anyone to help you. You think you're too tough or this or that. But in all reality, it's best to get it looked at, get it checked, ask for help. Even in the situations, you probably, some things you can't do to help him. Mm -hmm. Right. But even the littlest thing. Right. And that was the thing we discussed, Dr. V. I, it, was, it was like, listen, I know you want to help, but I really can't tell you what to do to help. Like, I'm doing the basics. I'm laying on the floor. The hardwood floor is helping my back. Um, 
I'm, I got the ice pack on. I'm doing the ice treatment. I'm doing the ointments. I'm doing heat. I'm stretching. I don't know what to tell you to do. You know what I mean? And then it gets frustrating because I don't. She'll be like, well, what can I do? I, it's really nothing you can do. And it's really what I'm doing isn't working. And what you get ready to do isn't going to work. Okay, so, you know, but now there's one thing you can do. <laughs> you want to help this bow? No, no. See, <laughs> it would all go to the left. Right, look, Tab. Hey, Tab, you want to help this back? You can take the strain off this left side. Boo, boo. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tab. That should be like, yay! <laughs> yeah, give me a round of applause. Right. Um, I've been going for over six weeks. That was with the first treatment with the accident. And yep. then I'm back now. Still going. It's an ongoing thing. And I remember they told me, they were like, hey, arthritis is setting in. And I'm like, how's arthritis setting in? I'm 53. What you talking about? That's another thing that you have to be mindful of. The older that you get, mm -hmm. your back gets older too. Your spine really gets does. older too, right? Yeah. I mean, you only have one of them. Think, think of a car. Over time, a car wears down and breaks down. Your body can too. And a lot of it depends on what you eat, what you put in it, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis your posture, your function, all of those things can add up. And if you don't take care of it the right way, years down the line, you get things like you're talking about, you get arthritis, mm -hmm. or you start to get more of these aches and pains that become more persistent, and then they become an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. I know people should worry about posture, but do we really worry about posture? It's, right. it's so tough. Um, and even the way I look and at And how do you sit right? Like, like, what is, like who, who's to say you got good posture or not? Like, what is... The sitting, best right. way to think of this it is, ain't it. yeah, not like that. <laughs> Don't look at it right now. Um, but when you're sitting, you want to be up nice and tall, shoulders back. You want to try to imagine your ear is in line with your shoulder, like a line if we drew it right down the center. Um, a lot of people slouch, drop their hips down. You want those hips up over your knees. You want the pelvis to support your back. You don't want your back to be doing all the work. Oh. You want the other parts of your body to help you, your core. And this is messed up because sitting correctly feels uncomfortable. But it, sitting it incorrectly, you're not doing it right. Feels, yeah, that's how we do. So that's how you know if you're if you feel uncomfortable while you're sitting, you're probably doing it right. Yeah, you're working muscles that aren't usually used to sitting like that. I've heard one of the quickest things um, for your back over time is how you bend down and pick up things. Is there a proper way to pick up? Because let me just say this. I know this ain't it because this is what got me in trouble. No, absolutely. If you guys can see him moving like that, that's not what we want. We want to move from the hips and hinge at the hips exactly like that. If, so bend your knees? Yeah, use your legs, use your knees. A lot of times if you're picking something up, if you're bending to tie your shoes, we just got to bend the back like that. Lay down on the floor, Yolanda. Let me see. No, you may not. Okay, all right. Should, should you have people walking? He's still in the trying back? to get you in the office. Right. I'm waiting for Doctor to go ahead and take me off the end of reserve. I'm like LeBron. When did I get you back on the floor? Cut them applause off, cop. No, you uh, don't. Tab. Who? Who? I said, put, cut them applause off, Tab. I couldn't get it all right. I got tongue tied. Okay. So look, can people walk on your back? Is that something good to do? Like, I've seen massage therapists, you know, when I went to... Personally, I'm not a fan of it. Okay. Um, I, I know a lot of chiropractors probably wouldn't be. So there are some massage therapists that they specialize in doing that. I don't want to talk about them, what they do. But from my perspective, it's tough to be very specific with what they're walking on. They're just walking on your whole back. Yeah. Sure, that probably feels good. But mm -hmm. are we really getting what needs to move or is what 
causing the problem mm. to function right. Mm -hmm. Do we need to stretch on a daily basis? Absolutely. As much as, I mean, we're all drinking water here, as much as you mentioned, it's in your book, putting the right things in your body. You are what you eat, you are what you drink. How do you stretch your back, though? Come in. Different ways. <laughs> Come in. Come here. Come here. I've got this. No, he showed me. Is, showed sex, is sex helpful or hurtful for you? No, family? he really showed me something. I wasn't going to be sexual. He really showed okay, me. Okay, show me what. But go ahead, though. I ask you a question. Yeah. How do you stretch your back? Um, depends on what area we're looking. If we're looking for the lower part of our back, two good ways to do it. And one usually feels better than the other, depending on what you got going on. If we're lying on our back, we can pull knees to our chest. Mm. Or if we're on our stomach, which was actually really helpful for him, yes. was getting our arms propped up underneath us right. and arching the back. A lot of people call it like a, a cobra pose in, mm -hmm. in yoga. And that sort of a position can help. Okay. That's what saved me every night. Yeah, we even did some of your treatments in that. We had him stomach. laying there on the stomach, propped up like that, so I could get in deep to the muscles and relax them. Because laying on the back was worse for mm. some reason. And laying on the stomach was just like the ice. I would tell him the ice works better for me than the heat, but mm -hmm. they both go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. To do any kind of stretching, mm -hmm. you have to loosen up the muscle, and then the ice keeps it from sweating. I really was, I was to the point, Yolanda could tell you, I would walk around the house with the ice pack on, and then I would feel the water coming down my Dripping, leg. And, and I, I would see I, the water in the back of it. You pick something else. I felt like I peed in my pants. And she'd be like, no, it's just, I said, okay. <laughs> because I really don't want to do that. <laughs> I really don't want to do that. That hurts so hard to see it in my pants. Right. <laughs> I'm the only one getting tickled off. Of you sure are. Right. That thing is really tickly. <laughs> it's Ramadan. Ain't a lot of to laugh about doing Ramadan. Okay. Pick and choose. So look, with a chiropractor, so I know people say we need a doctor in our life. Like we need a regular doctor and go to the doctor yearly or annually or whatever. Do we need a chiropractor in our life, even if we haven't had an accident? I would say, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think of it as spinal hygiene. People go to the dentist. You don't always go because your mm -hmm. tooth hurts. You go to keep your teeth clean a few times a year. Mm -hmm. Same thing with chiropractic, whether it's a maintenance routine a few times a year or whatever it may be that you discuss with that person. Um, as I probably mentioned earlier, I do something different with everyone, and it just depends on what that individual may need. Gotcha. So what would someone... With, um, I guess you would say a pretty healthy back, meaning they don't necessarily have any problems. Maybe it's just from work. That they know feet. of. Yeah, that they know of. What would maintenance, if if I came to you, what would a maintenance checkup be like? It typically, for, for myself, for a maintenance check, I always go through posture, see how the muscles feel, how the body is. We'll always ask a few questions, check up on you, make sure nothing's really changed since our last visit. Um, like a history. And then... Um, do some muscle stretching, and then, of course, our adjustments and little therapy to relax things. I typically try to get people on a wellness routine, whether it's once a month or maybe every quarter once they're doing really good, mm -hmm. a few times a year, and keep them moving and functioning well. I have some people that just call me when they need, they know they need it. I have some guys that lift a lot of weights, mm. maybe calls me every six weeks. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's every two, or I won't see him for a few months, and mm. he can feel how his body is, and he knows when he needs to get in. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? I'm just looking. I thought you were coming with another question. That was the question. same way you was yeah. throwing it over to me? Yeah. Um, when it comes to your back, I think a lot of times we take it for granted until it goes out. But that's like with anything. Um, you take your car for granted until it has to go in the shop. Mm -hmm. You take your relationship for granted 
until she leaves. Until it's messed up. Or he leaves. <laughs> um, you take your body for granted. Yeah. Until the doctor down. tell you stop eating that. You need to eat more of this. You need to do more of this. So I think that this is something that should be incorporated in our medical routine. Mm -hmm. I know that I've learned so much about the spine and what it's attached to. The spine is basically like a nosy female. It wants to be <laughs> in everything. It's it wants is. to be on every set. She connected to every set. The spine, yeah, she connected to every set. You know, let me finish? Yeah, but that ain't a nosy female. That's somebody <laughs> who got your back. I was using an analogy. I know. Okay. I was using the back as an analogy. Let me tell y'all a the secret. The back got your Hold back. Hold on. Let me tell you a secret, Tab, and the rest of y'all. The reason why she does all of this is because she knows for these next 30 days, I'm not <laughs> going above this tone. She knows that. And she knows that I dismiss anything that I think is going down the road of volume, intensity, or it's going to go to the left. She knows that. I, I, we're not doing that now. I, I stay right here. And that's why I made the joke on the radio today. I said, people want to do Ramadan, but some people won't let you do Ramadan because they want you to buck. They want you to accelerate. Like, I'm going to keep it right here. That was just a mere analogy. Book. That was just a mere analogy that I used. And so was when mine. I said, like, no, you said Mine no. was a mere analogy. You said it's not a nosy female. It's, it's just not. someone who, and I was just using that's an analogy me. that they could all gravitate right. to. Or let me flip it then. So okay. I used my personality when I was saying it. So I used an analogy, but I implemented my personality. So what you took was, it's not a nosy female, it's the back. If I had said, oh, it's not a nosy female, your back has your back and your back is healthy. Let me tell you. Then you put a wood. Let me, taken let me tell you what I really took. What? That your husband was making a point. Okay, and I'm and he, was doing, and he was doing fine by himself. Okay, well, go ahead, and then baby. you came and interjected. You got it. And took everything away that I was trying to build on. The okay. analogy was just so we could all come together and get it real quick. Okay, but, well, go ahead. You got it. Okay. It's like a nosy female <laughs> who has to be on every set, has to know everything that's going on. That's how your back acts. But unlike a lot of nosy females, your back is not being nosy. Your back is a part of what's going on over here. Your back is a part of what's going on down there. I found out your back is a part of damn near everything you got going on. Name me something that you can do and your back ain't involved. Can you name something? Tab, can you name something? That you do that your back ain't and involved? And your back ain't involved. Nah, not off top. Can you name something? No, that's why, you know, came with the analogy that it wasn't a nosy female. She had, the back has your back because the back is involved in everything. You're missing the point again. No, I got it. I'm You're just saying, that's the again, way I got the point. You're missing the whole point no. again, baby. You can't do anything without your back. Right, but you're missing, so that's what but you're I'm missing getting. the point. No. The point no, was your husband could point. find the store by itself. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to call and say, are you going to the right street? I wasn't trying to call and say that. That's what I'm saying. So I think you're missing my point. Dr. Falco. <laughs> Either way, I think since both you're the, points can work. Since you're the chiropractor, <laughs> yeah. okay? You didn't come here for this reality show. <laughs> All right? Uh, could, you show, could you show the people, if they're at home and they're saying, okay, I want to do something to test 
my back or see where I'm at? Is there a stretch that they could do just to see how their back is? And if it's if they do it and it feels a little something, that might be a sign for them to come see you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the first step is just movement, range of motion. How can you move? Can you can you bend forward and and, and touch your toes? toes? Can you arch your back? Can you rotate both ways? So, so should you be able to touch your toes when you? Oh touch Jesus! The, yes and no. It yeah. depends. But the, the idea is just being able to I'm the spine to have the movement that okay. it wants. Okay. Um, other things contribute to getting all the way down to your toes. Doc, we got work to do. We do have a little work to do. Yeah, we're, we're on. We're on track. Tell them where I was when I first came to see you. Tell and them how that Leaps works. and bounds from where we are today. Yeah, he couldn't do anything. I was that. messing the whole office up because I was yelling so loud. I told him if anybody is sitting out there to come see you, they leave it because they like, what is he doing to that man in that second room on the left? He killing him. Oh my God, it was terrible. Yeah, he did a little bit of everything. I went to an appointment. He, would, he twisted him and, and popped it and has a technique that he does. With with how he can stretch you or but whatever. You can hear it. He, yeah, you can hear it. And like he, you can hear your back when he. You can hear your back, and I'm like, oh. oh. And, and he, he puts <laughs> electric shops or something. He yeah. did something electric to pulse. Yeah, yeah, muscle stimulation for the back. The last time they did that, I told the girl to turn it up, and she left me in the room. I ain't even tell you this. I told you. <laughs> you Londa, told me that was going falling on. on the floor. I said. That shock treatment was so intense. I was laying on the table. It was like this. Oh, oh, oh. And that's oh, what happens when oh, we let people oh, choose what they want on it. Oh, she said, Do you feel that? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't feel it. And then she turned it up. She said, I'm like, I said, that's fine. And she said, I'm going to just leave you. When she left me, I was on the table. It was like you taking shots. Tips and It looked like my body had Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> but it helped, huh? It pulsated and helped, it huh? Helped. And I can't wait to show you where I'm at nah. during the progress, okay? Because, Doc, I'm going to tell you something. She's been banking on that. Us. No, she's been banking on that. She's been banking on The fact that my back ain't intact, and you banking on that. you like, oh, yeah. You, you like the league was when LeBron got hurt. He was like, oh, LeBron got hurt. But the league was like, hell yeah, we could get it in. Now, when he coming back? When he come back? He's when he come back he's I, right. He, he was That's only because day. LeBron be trying to go to the hole hard every single time. Uh-oh. Stop going to the hole so hard every single time. Instead Message. of that, Message. it's time to go to another hole. It's time to go to the mix hole. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The mix uh-huh. hole. Yes. Now, you got to do a better segue than that. Look, if you let like me that. do it. I don't like that. It's time to go to another hole. A mix hole. I don't like that. I don't like that. Cam, I don't like that. Don't, even, don't play the music till she fixes it. And Cam had the music in the background. Don't play the music till she fixes that. Background. Anyway, y'all, y'all know what time it is. We're about to go into the mix show with Tab DiBiase. We got to make sure we thank our sponsor, Grown TV Network. You can always go and not only listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms, but you can also watch the full episodes of the visual podcast on GrownTVNetwork.com. If you have any questions for the good doc, make sure that you hold on to them. When we come back, we'll be taking your questions, answering your questions, all right, whatever you have for them besides your number. Yep, and we're also going to be talking about this 
Grown fit. Y'all see, I got it all. Uh, why you pointing at yourself? Baby. Why you pointing at your grown like that? fit? You could have just said, we're going to talk about the because grown fit. Because it's right well, you know, here. We're going to talk I'm about the grown the fit. Your ass done went to Miami. You done got cute. Ooh. All right, and now you back Ooh. here showing your breasts and things. This ain't Miami. Ooh. This is Charlotte. I ain't showing no breasts. <laughs> Thank you, Tam. She all on Instagram in bodysuits with wings on her back. That's right. I, w- I woke up and dreamed I could fly. I mean, I dreamed I could fly. And I woke up and had wings. <laughs> Let me see how that man turned. I thought your back was hurt. back is good now. I thought your back was hurt. I thought your back was hurt. My doctor right there. Oh, the boy picks up and makes my base. Oh, Chill. Welcome to New York City. I see Jay is the best. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we gotta do the second part of the show so we can still talk to Dr. V. That ain't rhyme. Hey, that's okay. It ain't have to rhyme. I was on time. That's hey, all great vibes up in here. We back. <laughs> Tone X. Y Square and Dr. Valco. Dr. Valco, that's the cool name. Yeah. Dr. Valco, but I had to call him Dr. V because black people gonna give you a nickname whether you want it or not. Right. Okay, I know his whole name, but as soon as right. I got all of that work, I was like, all right. Right. See you Tuesday, Dr. V. And I call him Doc. They looked at me in the office. He was like, let him, just let him go. He's, he's all right. Tone, tone's okay. He's special. Tone's okay. So we're here talking everything back. If you have a question about the back, if your back is acting funny, right. whatever it is, throw your question out there. We'll see if it stick. Yeah. Um, he's been doing it for about four years. We've learned what got him into wanting to be a chiropractor. Anyway, here's a question I'm going to ask you. I know you have chiropractor friends. Because the same way they say, comedians make people laugh, but when we need a laugh, where do we go? Well, when you need your back looked at, I know you ain't there with no mirrors right. trying to do, do you know, yourself. So what do you do? Where do you go? A lot of my good friends are chiropractors. Shout out Dr. Casey, Dr. Kylie, Dr. Jesse. We work out in the mornings together. Okay. And then if I need a little tune-up, they can hook it up then during the workout. Nice. It's easy for us. That's nice. good. And I try to keep it moving. Like I mentioned, whether it's every so many weeks, once a month, mm-hmm. and it's a little easy for me. I know when my body really needs it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's what I do, but right. keep it moving. Do you work on your father? Because I know you mentioned as you were growing up, you saw your dad yeah, watching absolutely. He, he's he's at home probably watching, listening right now. We're wishing he was here in Charlotte. He's in Pittsburgh still, but um, okay. anytime I get a chance, I do work on him. Awesome. Good, 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 good. I used to go to the Pittsburgh Improv uh, with Monique. I wish I would have known you then, which would possibly have had you come in there and get your laugh on. We would have loved it. Yeah, next time we're up there. We'll make it out. That's a done deal. Right. Um, there's not too many. Well, I can't say that. I can't say that. That's a blanket statement. What I'll say is I haven't seen that many young chiropractors. Mm-hmm. Most of the chiropractors I see are older, you know, um, for, for you and, and your age, right. that demo, to be a chiropractor. I don't know if this sounds crazy, but it, let me let me pick between two. And I'm going with the young cat. Yeah. I'm going with the young, because to me, this sounds crazy, and I don't mean for it to, but to me, if I'm going to pick between you and an older chiropractor, you seem more relevant to me. Absolutely. Seems like an outdated TV mm-hmm. versus a new flat screen. Mm-hmm. The picture might be dope, but you... You ain't got all these features. You, you got yeah, that wild guy with you. You know what I mean? We got it. You still got knobs. Like, no. Have you ever had anybody say anything like that? Oh, oh, oh. Of course. I mean, uh, right now I have a little facial hair, but when I first started, I, I didn't always have it. And we'd have a picture that would come up in my old office, like on the screens. And I was clean shaven. People would be like, is that who I'm seeing? He, he, he looks like he's 18. Is, is, can he really be doing this right now? Right. And I'd get a laugh, and I'd just oh, that was me a few years ago. But um, the benefit of being younger and doing it is that, like you mentioned, there's new things we learn, new techniques. We have learned all of that where a lot of, nothing against them, older chiropractors have been stuck in their way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of newer things we can do rather than just an adjustment. You mentioned you saw me doing all kind of stuff to him. Right. Yeah. And a lot of old time chiropractors, you just get in, they adjust you and you're out the door. Right. When a lot of people need a little bit more time, 
little bit more attention. He heard my knee popping one day, and I was slightly limping on it. And he said, hold on a minute. And he went and got something, and I was just looking at it, and it was like, cow, cow, And I was just looking, I was like, what, what? And he was like, put your knee right here, so-and-so. I was like, what is it? And then it's, and he was like, cow. It was something. I don't know what it was. It, it was incredible. What because was when I got up, I was like, yeah, I, what I tell him, I said, I need one of those clappers. Can you get those on Amazon? And what was it that you did to this man? We call it a speeder board, and it um, is technically used to help us increase our speed and like velocity with our adjustments, but I tend to use it for a lot of extremities, wrists, ankles, knees, elbows. Um, and that's another point. We've talked a lot about back, but we can but work you did anywhere ever, the body. Oh, yeah, anywhere two bones touch, we can get that area to move and function better. Oh, wow. That's good to know. Uh, so Nikki's it's not just all about the back. What Nikki said. What Nikki just says, hello, Y squared, tone X, and, hey, hello, and hello to Mr. Back Doctor. <laughs> if, if somebody called named Nikki Jones and she wanted to treat with you, right. be you careful tell her what Be careful. All right, you put some cameras in your office. <laughs> right, make sure um, you do. No, Dr. Malcolm, what is the best stretch for lower back pain after heavy lifting? Um... I'm going to assume we're doing squats or deadlifts, probably that kind of heavy lifting. I would suggest lying on your back, pulling a knee to your chest, mm. or I call it a T-stretch. Mm -hmm. Put your arms out in a T and take one of the legs across your body mm -hmm. to the other side. Mm. Like that, that'll get okay. the back. Um, we could also work, we call it a piriformis <laughs> stretch or a figure four glute stretch to, to work some of the muscles of the hips to help out as well in that right. situation. Caesar mm. Gala said he looked like Jesse from Full House. <laughs> that's, that's too much. Caesar Dollar. So I know what you're yep. doing, boy. Yep. Um, uh, Nikki said he can work on my back any time. Any time. Seven thousand one South Boulevard. Now, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna get right where he is. They gonna be like, is Nikki here? You been the girl with the red tights on? Right. <laughs> she out there. Okay then. Um, someone had a good question. It had big words in it. That's how I knew it was good. I had to ask a question. Is chiropractic neurology real? Is chiropractic neurology real? Uh, yes, very much so. Why it is, is how the spine connects with the nervous system. Um, we're well diversed in all neurologic aspects and how to make sure the body's functioning well when you have maybe numbness, tingling, burning in your arms, hands, legs, or whatever it is. Oh, That's usually a neurology. I have a little numbness that happens in my arms every now and then. I have to tell Tom, Tom, can you... And it just feels like my arm is going to sleep. Going to sleep. It's I could be, be sitting how you sleep, and it's how you're tingling. Sitting and usually it's muscles, So what can I do? What would you do to my arm? Let me put this down real quick. Okay. And I'll hold so, it. So depending on what's going on, I would do a few forearm stretches. Just pinning and stretching the muscles. A lot of the stretching I do, I like to pin down a muscle and then lengthen it. Kind of like breaking up all the adhesive parts. Oh. And, work, and then we'd flip it over. And I can really feel a difference, y'all. Can, can you feel it? And that's what I do with the arm. Right. I'd, I'd work the neck. Right. You know, that way that when I do a little stretch of the house, I don't get a I'll feel it, y'all. We didn't show you that one. We, right. we I, no, I've been trying to do a little arm of the house. She's like, thank you, baby. But tonight she's going, oh, yeah, I, I feel it, y'all. Dr. Valco, like, he, at the same <laughs> time when he was taking it down, he was pinching some type of nerve, and I literally could feel it. It was like it was relieving something. Then when he turned it over, he did the same thing. Now, it was, it was short and simple and sweet and cute and to the point, but I really could feel it, is what I'm saying. 
I'm not just sitting up here making sense. Is that what you wanted him to know? You could really feel it. I really She really could feel it, y'all. She really could. Okay? There's a furniture moving around here. Um, <laughs> or oh, is it a real science? He just answered that. Yeah, he gave you that. I think you got it now. As a golfer, what pre-round stretches prevent injury? What pre-round stretches prevent injury? As a golfer. Um, mm. Golf is tough because of that rotary move, that rotation as you're swinging and hitting. And time. You, really, yeah, you really want to make sure you're loose and your spine has some mobility to it. I would suggest doing like a, a cat camel stretch where we're arching the back and then flexing forward. Almost like we're, we're pumping up a tire or a basketball, making sure that it's, it's full of air. Making okay. sure our spine has a range of motion and movement before you go out and do that. And then just simply getting some rotation, some movement in. We talked about that T-stretch. That would be a good one to loosen up our quadratus lumborum, our QL muscles, mm -hmm. which it would maybe really tighten some golfers as well as doing some stretches for the lats to help loosen that up. So should you stand up? Like when you said when you're pumping it up like a tire, should you stand up or is it okay to sit down and do that exercise? That stretch can be done sitting, standing, on hands and knees. It depends on personal preference. Okay. Um, Obviously, you don't want to do it on hands and knees on the golf course. You're going to be looking kind of crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute, sir. Yeah, sir. You're doing some weird stuff. But right. just simply put, you can be standing, and you can arch the back, and then bend it forward, back and forth, just to get some wow. movement in before see you get you going. Go back, 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 and forth. Uptown. Uptown, you have a history with chiropractors, and obviously, your history is not good. Because he says, uh, I can't even go to the gym now because of my back. And he said, I've never had any success oh. with a chiropractor. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. All right? He is not an endorsed actor. Right. I <laughs> went to him after I had my car accident on New Year's Eve. Somebody ran through the red light and hit me. No joke. It was, it was a bad one. Totaled my car. Six and a half weeks is the duration of the first treatment. Now I'm back getting them again. You can ask my wife how I was looking. You can yeah. ask him how I was looking. Yeah, it was bad. I don't know which chiropractors you went to and what they did, but I can tell you this. This gentleman right here yeah. is knowledgeable. I love the office because of the cleanliness. I'm big on that knowledgeable don't have me ask you what something is in the store and you work in the store and you don't know which aisle it is very knowledgeable um consistent and that's what i saw because yolanda would let you know quick if i'm coming to you and that's not my thing anyway because yolanda know i don't like messing with no doctors right like a lot of black men don't but if there's no consistency i'm not feeling nothing because that's her first question every day every treatment how is it mm -hmm. how is your back feeling how and First, when I'd come in, I'd be like, hey, listen, a little better than yesterday, I'm able to do. And it's the small victories for me. The day I went in there and told him, watch this. And I said, oh, man, we high-fived each other and clapped each other. And all I did was this right here. But three weeks ago, he would move me and I would scream. Yeah. So I would suggest getting his information yeah. and going to see him. Yeah. That's all I can yeah, tell you. And love, what better time to. now than for you to tell people if they do want to come and see you, how can they get in touch with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Uh, multiple ways. You can give her office a call. You can reach out to me on my social media, um, CVelco4, is Instagram, um, Cole Velco mm -hmm. on Facebook. Um, easy as that. I'm at 7001 South Boulevard. 
I work for Keith Clinic at Shimante Chiropractic. We have multiple locations across of Charlotte. So we, we can. But you want to go to South Boulevard. Yeah, you want to go to South Boulevard. He's at South Boulevard. And what's that South phone Boulevard. number if people want to call and make that appointment with you? 704-704-275-275-5477. Up town, say please, please. So give it to, give it to him again. Let's give it to him. 704-275-275-5477. Five four seven seven. Uptown, go see him. Yeah, uh, make I'm, sure you let him know when you come to the front that this right. is how you found us. I'm yes. still going to see him. Um, I now don't see myself not going to see him because in the military we had something called PMCS, and that was for vehicles, preventive maintenance checks and services. And some PMCS is daily, some is weekly, some is monthly. It's the same with the back. I'm gonna have to go get these preventive maintenance checks and services done to my back because I see this is going to be ongoing. And I hate to say that, but I'm, yeah. listen, Yolanda know I'm waiting to try to get cleared so I can go back to working out. And every time I try to slide something to work out in Yolanda, be like, Dr. Balco ain't cleared you to do that. So I'm, you know, you, you, you miss that. You miss all of that, but you have to work. There is work in getting your back back to uh, quote unquote normalcy, yeah. where it was before whatever accident or whatever strain you had. That's it's work, man. And I'm going to see him because just the little bit of touch that I had on my arm tonight, and I'm telling you, every now and then he knows how long that I've been saying, like, my arm is tingling, like it's tingling again. I'm gonna need you to touch it again before you leave. Dr. Yeah, put on some, but I'm put on some hood and get shot music because, like he said. <laughs> Dr. Balco over here got that on old school, but you don't know where he at. Put on some of that MOP. Right. So, but, but like Dr. Balco said, he does more than just the back, the back. So any bones that touch on your body, so whether that's your wrists, your feet, your legs, your arms, your back, your okay. thighs, your hips, ladies, you can come to Dr. Balco and you can get it treated. Uptown says driving. Give that number one more time, Dr. Yes. Dr. Balco. 704. 704. 275-547-7547-547-7547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-547-
Yeah. Oh, who is that? That was that's somebody. What Dr. they? Balco rocking that GF swag to go with the JS. Oh, is that your friend? That's my boy Shola. That's my boy Shola. Yo, that's hey, Shola. Showtime. What's, what's up, Showtime? Showtime. What's up, Showtime? Dr. Balco rocking that grown fit swag to go. Oh yeah, with go yeah. with the J's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gonna get him on we the grown fit. We gotta get him in the grown fit. You see this right here? We, we gonna see this. We gonna get him on the grown fit. That's a burgundy. And that's the blue and white. Yeah. And uh, we have the V-neck tees yes. that go with that grown fit. It's not a moment. It's, it's a, a movement. movement. So it's a lifestyle. The only thing we ask is support. Right. And however you interpret support, that's on you. You understand? We just ask for you to support this yeah. because this is going to be huge. I don't yeah. know what they said when Rockefeller dropped. I'm sure they said that. And somebody was like, yeah, okay. But every clothing line is dropped. I'm sure you said this is going to be big. And they're like, yeah, okay. Well, this is grown fit. This is going to be big. Yeah. You can, yeah, okay. But I'm telling you, this is going to be big. This comes from the mind and the wherewithal of a grown initiative. Mm -hmm. Meaning, when I go to try to find something, I don't want to be young. I don't want to be the youngest, oldest person you know. That ain't what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to mix genres. I'm trying to stay in my lane. And this grown fit feels good. It looks good. It's an excellent weight. The colors are vibrant. Yeah. The trim is well thought out of. The fit. The logo and the fit. A lot of you would be like, why don't you have round neck tees? Because my thing, ever since I was a little kid, my father started me off in V-neck tees. I got into wife beaters when I went up to New York with my cousins. But the V-neck tee has always been my staple. So I wanted to do V-neck tees. And just like the first colors that came out, that's my favorite color, blue. So mm -hmm. we came up with the blue and white. That should put you in the mind of that Georgetown right. for all my OGs. And this Ladies, burgundy gentlemen. and white, it has a nice feel to it. Pockets on the back, yeah, cream trim. Pockets mm -hmm. on the back, logo on the back. So if you're interested, all you have to do is DM myself, or you could DM Y Square. Or you could go to Grown Fit, Grown Fit Wear on IG as well. You could also DM Grown Fit Wear on IG too. You can, okay. Mm -hmm. DM me. I'm very personal. If anybody know anything about me. If you've been rocking with me since 1997, you should remember when I was up here killing them out the back of my Ford Explorer. I was the first kid to introduce y'all to Maurice Malone gear from Detroit and was killing them. So listen, DM her, go to Grown Fit Wear, all right? DM me, we'll give you the price points and we'll make sure you get what you want to get. Salute to my brothers George and Kevin Miller. Salam alaikum in Columbia. Kev bought two suits last night, one for him, one for his queen. George bought one. Salute the architect, always holding me down. He bought one of each color. He bought a burgundy and a blue, a blue and white. They were shipped out today. Yeah. Uh, architect, you'll get yours scheduled for tomorrow. George and Kevin down in South Carolina, Columbia, you'll get yours on Friday. Marathi and Lou. Shouts out to my cousin Marathi. Uh, nephew, always look out from the Moringa yeah. to the... Um, Strong man to the uh, CMOS. He copped the blue and white one today. Yeah. Yours will be shipped out in the morning, Marathi. Or I can always come personally bring you yours. And shout out my brother, 
from another mother. My nephew, who always look out from day one, he bought four of them. Yeah. And I just ran up on him at his spot on Sunday, and I went out to Stats, and Lou bought four. Yeah. Right off the rip. So. And the great thing about it, ladies, is Grown Fit was so well thought of. For one, each color that comes out is going to be a limited edition. So we only have a certain amount of each one because we want you guys. That's you the whole thing about Grown Fit. Also, too, the, the suits, the track suits, you know, the females can wear them, too. I actually have on the small. So as you see, it's still a nice, a great fit. You can still be cute in it. You can rock it. You can unzip it. You can wear it. I have no t-shirt or anything under it. But if you want to put a cute white beater or put the cute v-neck tee, you can do that as well. We also have the grown fit. Right. I don't have on any bra or anything, but you can unzip it. And ladies, I don't have on and I don't have on boxing briefs, but you can you can take it and move it around. I said I don't have on a shirt under mine. That's all I said. I didn't say nothing about no bra. Of course I have on a bra. Anybody ask you on here? Hey, Yolanda, you got a shirt on? Where's the com? Where's the question? You supposed to go like you? I'm, 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 I'm supporting the brand right now, and I'm talking about different ways to wear it. And it's females, you know what I mean? That's what we like to know. We can wear it like this, or you can put your white beater on, or a cute little midget shirt, and wear it unzipped. I'm just letting you know about the fit. We also and have. That lady's wearing bras in 2021. I have on one. So you what said, you talking about? You said a cute little midget shirt. Midriff. <laughs> not midget, midriff shirt. And then we also have, which um, next week I'm going to show you, we have another uh, piece of the female line that's coming out, Grown Fit, which is going to be our active wear, our active and fit wear. So I'm going to um, spotlight that next week on Growing Conversations. And we want you to be active uh, and fit when it comes to doing due diligence about your body, mm -hmm. especially your back. Your back is... The central nervous system input board. Everything. Your back is the LeBron of your body because everything runs through the back. Yeah. I found that out the hard way. I was trying to do shortcuts. You can't do it. And if that back ain't comfortable, there yeah. is nothing you can do. There's no position. You can put six pillars under it. You can sleep on a cube of ice. Yeah. There's nothing. If I tell you how many times I walked around the house, just walking around the house. In tears. I couldn't sleep. No position was right. So you just walk around the house. And he was and no one's in up. tears, yeah. London sleep. She sleep. You don't want to watch Netflix because you got to sit down to watch Netflix. And God forbid if you have to get up to go to the bathroom. That Oh, man. Ask Yolanda how I was getting. This was funny. How I was getting off the couch. Talk to Velcro. I would roll, roll okay, so, off the couch. So I would be on the couch. And we like can this, laugh right? now, though. Right. right. Good. I would be like this. So I'll be like, Yolanda, come in a minute and hold this table. <laughs> so it don't, because the table would do like this. I said, you got to hold the table. So I would roll. I'm going to show y'all. This is how I would get off the couch. For those of you who don't hurt like, yourself. I'm not. Though. I got it. So I would do like this. So I'm going to go all the way down on the floor. I got one leg on the floor, and I got the rest on the couch. So I'm going to roll like this. Then <laughs> I would reach over on the table. Push myself up like this. Get this side bent. Because if you bend this side, I'm crying. Get this side bent. Try to stand up. And then this is how I would walk. And then he was walking crooked. And I told him, I said, you know what? We got to really see. <laughs> this is how I was walking. And Yolanda said, yo, you, you got to work on your alignment because you're going to be you walk, stuck. Like you're going to be stuck. So I'm telling you right now. And then I'm going to wait till 53 
to have a damn back injury. That ain't fun. Like I should have had that in in in, in Germany right. or 23 or 31, not 53. And it will teach you to appreciate the small things. It will give you an attitude of gratitude. gratitude. I was so jubilant about being able to put on my sneakers by myself. I didn't know what to do. And you tell me what adult gives an attitude of gratitude or gives thanks every day for putting on their shoes. Mm -hmm. It ain't too many because you take that for granted. That's what you do. You're going to throw your shoes on until you can't. Don't even think of, we ain't even talking about no sex. That's the furthest thing from my mind. I'm talking about day-to-day movement. Grabbing the remote from the couch and turning on the TV. I couldn't do that. This is what killed me. And I'm, I'm done after this. Every 